0: Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Raise Your Bars podcast. And tonight, I'm here with a very good friend of mine, Mr. Curtis Fox, who is a business owner in our community, and an entrepreneur, and a father, and just an all-around great guy. Uh, Chris is on his honeymoon, uh, so he is uh, you know, not available to record our podcast this week. So I'm seeking out guests, and Curtis said yes. So thank you, Curtis. How are you doing?
1: I am doing fantastic. Thank you for having me.
0: Of course. Of course. So Curtis, I explained a little bit before we went live here about what Chris and I are doing with this bars method and the the community we're building around this raise your bars theme and bars standing for our behaviors plus our actions equals the results and ultimately the success we're going to get in life. And so just off the top of your head, first question out of the gate is as an entrepreneur, as a businessman, what does that mean to you when we talk about raising your bars in relation to behaviors, actions, results, and success?
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. I think um, when you first mentioned it and kind of what what this was and what it all stood for, like it's it's one of those things that makes such complete sense. Um, you're like, man, why didn't I think of that? Not that I want to <laughs> copy you out, but uh, but uh, but you know, it's one of those things. Like it's it it just makes complete sense. And and when I think about business and you know nothing nothing just shows up success doesn't just show up results don't just show up and so when we talk about behaviors and actions um those those lead to it and one of the big terms that i use is habits right and so habits behaviors, kind of kind of similar there Mm -hmm. and and what are those steps that you're taking every single day right what are what are the things that you're doing to get to the outcome that you want Right. And how do you turn them into a behavior, into a habit? Right. And, and what are those actions? And being aware that that's something we actually need to think about. Right. Like often we mm-hmm. want to think about the outcome. We want to think about the, the results or the success. Right. And that's great. We need to know what that is to to know what we're going to set up as a behavior and action. But like, yeah, I think that's just I love it. I love the I love well, the equation you have. Thank
0: you, and we we like it too. Actually, I think probably should trademark it somewhere. Yeah, I've bought every domain under the sun for it. So, (laughs) but um, anyway, so I want to just say maybe you know you've been you've you've. I mean, uh, so folks, I know courtesy started out, you know, career sort of as a firefighter and then transitioned to entrepreneur and opened a number of businesses, successful businesses that he's running and partnered with other businesses in the community. What behaviors and actions maybe did you need to change over your life to get to where you are today? And is there anything that you maybe you could share with us and how that, you know, how how making those changes has impacted your life today and allowed you to get to the level of success you're at today?
1: Yeah, no. Nothing really. I was born perfect, so yeah, uh, yeah, perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I, yeah, I think. Yeah. I'm really glad to know you. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, you know what? One of the one of the first things that comes to mind as a behavior that I had to change was waking up at a certain time hmm. um, and being intentional about how I spent the first part of my day. Which really, um, when I started doing that, when I started waking up earlier and and making use of the the front end of the day before you know, before the emails and the phone calls start coming in. When I did that and I was intentional about that action and that behavior, it really fed the rest of the day. I made better choices the rest of the day wow. in, my, in my actions and behaviors because of that, that kickstart, right? I wasn't, right. Um, you know, rolling out of bed just in time to, to get to work or to get to my first meeting or to, you know, see my first client or anything like that. I had that time blocked off for me. I knew it wasn't going to be interrupted by anybody, um, um, and 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 different things that I would do there. You know, whether it was reading, whether it was working out, um, you know, different things. But um, journaling was something else. But just knowing that I started the day with intentional activities that, you know, fed positivity into my life. Right. And then just that, like I say, just that kind of snowball effect uh that would carry over throughout the rest of the day because i would when i was getting into it i remember thinking or i remember having days where i wouldn't uh get up on time and then uh or the time i wanted to i should say yeah and and then i would just reflect on the day and be like man nothing went right today you know <laughs> so it's like this mindset of, of of starting your day with that and how right. much that carries over to something at you know four in the afternoon even though it's not the morning anymore
0: yeah exactly and I think that I mean so that took a, obviously discipline on your part. H- how long did it take you to form the habit of getting up
1: early? That's a good question. I um you know what not long. Um I think it went pretty quick. I think I think because I saw the results and the success so so mm-hmm. quickly from it that it just drove more of those behaviors and more of those actions which I I think is a good sign of a of a good behavior and a, a yeah. good uh, good action right when you can, when you can see some of those results. Now, I think we, as you know, for sure, that's not the results and success don't always come immediately. Right. And so often, yeah, you have to stick with that behavior to see um, it become a habit and see some of that come to fruition. But right. yeah, I think with that one, I was pretty lucky. I saw it pretty early on. I was able to, you know, tangibly notice these results. And so I just wanted more of it.
0: Cool. So what is, what is a typical in the morning? I know you mentioned it do, doesn't always look the same, but what would a typical morning routine be for Curtis Fox and, and how does, uh, you know, um, I guess, yeah, just go with that question. How, what does a typical morning routine look like for you?
1: Yeah. So it's definitely shifted over the last year or so. Um, I'm less involved in the the day-to-day uh, coaching in my business. We do, we uh, do fitness coaching. Um, so I'm less involved. In that. So I have less, um, uh, clients to see early in the morning that's typically when i would see clients um and so this this routine is definitely bumped up a bit later in the morning you know now i'm usually not needed until maybe eight o'clock or so mm-hmm. um but but basically i kind of work i would say three hours back back from that whatever it would be so it's it's been as early as 3 30 in the morning um, more so I'd say closer to five now.
0: <laughs> yeah. But that's funny because when I first met you, I'm sorry to pull you off, but when I first yeah. met you and you said you got up at three 30 in the morning, I thought you were insane. <laughs> 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 Who is this guy? Yeah.
1: What? yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Again. Um, but uh, yeah, no, it's it's usually I, I would say about three hours and um I would say some of the, the consistent things would be um getting in some sort of activity, uh usually a walk. Um I'll usually do uh, a gym workout session later in the day. But as far as the morning goes, a uh, walk, get moving, uh really gets me just everything firing, right? Get a little mm-hmm. more a little more awake. Um outside, right? Being outside is is good. I mean it's not always feasible here uh in manitoba but uh <laughs> we've had a we've had a decent winter yeah. um and then uh either journaling or um or reading one okay. of the two so, mm-hmm. usually not both so you kind of do one or the other um and uh and sometimes it's just drinking a coffee and sitting with my thoughts too which is which is Sometimes scary.
0: Well, well, it's sometimes scary, (laughs) but also good because a lot of people don't really take the time to think and sit with their thoughts these days. Yeah. Right. We get and you're right. People get up, the alarm goes off, they roll out of bed, they start their morning routine, which is usually brush my teeth, go to the bathroom, have a shower, put on my clothes, and go to work, which doesn't leave you any time to really think into your intention for the day. Exactly. So you've you've used this time to help yourself grow personally and then therefore it translates into growing your business and your teams.
1: Yep. Yeah, absolutely. I just find it it calibrates everything for the for the day. Right.
0: So let me ask you a question that just popped in my What's what's one of the best books you've read that helped have helped you become the person you are today?
1: Oh, that is uh, that's a tough question. Oh.
0: One of your favorites. One of my
1: favorites. Um, man, I don't know. Tough one questions. Of my That's a tough like
0: mine. I always say that mine is the 15 Invaluable Laws of Growth by John Maxwell because I think yeah. it really covers the whole aspect of life and it's probably one of my favorites. And actually, I'm going to start yeah. a new mastermind group on that soon in the, in, in the community here. Working yeah. with the chamber right now on launching that. But that's one of my favorite books, just because it's an all-round personal growth and development book. I think it just lays a good foundation. But I know yes, you're, you're an one. avid reader,
1: so yeah, that was the first one we we did together. That was the first mastermind I joined. Was that one?
0: Was it that one?
1: Yeah, yeah. That. There you go. But I think I think I would probably say um, uh, everyone communicates, few connect, would mm. stick out to me. Um, I think that's the most growth I've had is in communicating. Um, well, kind of like you said at the beginning, uh, man, a few words. so yeah <laughs> but, uh, um, so I think I think if I that I remember that one being really facilitating a ton of growth for me,
0: yeah, yeah, excellent. excellent. what kind of things, what kind of um, ways are you encouraging your team to maybe raise their bars in their in their personal and professional life? What are some things you're doing with your team to to keep them going, motivating and growing?
1: Yeah, I think that's yeah another good question that um i probably should put more thought into um i think uh now, now you're gonna make me review all that uh, but i think just <laughs> doing, doing uh you know anything we can to um improve our um morale in the team and we we find we do a lot of um, like we've done the in the masterminds right done some yep. books things like that um and then finding ways to connect with each person individually um, is really important to know what they want to accomplish, right? So mm-hmm. we kind of look at it as like, we've got these things we can do as a team, which are always gonna be important, whether that is in the personal growth category, whether it's um, specific skill sets and certifications to what we do, mm-hmm. um, all those things. But then being able to connect with each person individually and know what they want to accomplish, what what's something that's important to them. yeah. And- helping to talk about, you know, because that's kind of the results and the success that they're looking for mm-hmm. um, here here in the in the company um, and in the in, in the activity that they participate in here that we do. Yeah. I mean what are yeah, what are some of those behaviors and actions that we can we can help with um, to accomplish that. I think that's I've I've found great value in actually through through a lot of these masterminds, just learning how to properly communicate with people and, yeah. and the team and know, like, understand more about them and that each person is different. I guess the biggest lesson I learned is not everyone's like me.
0: Yeah. Uh, exactly. <laughs> it would be a pretty <laughs> boring true. world if everybody was yeah, like us, yeah, right? It, it like, would. It would. yeah, and the I, different personalities I, are definitely, definitely helpful in keeping life interesting. And I think I, and I I've gotten the opportunity and the pleasure of working with your team. And I know that you have a very close knit team. And, and I think that has a lot to do with your leadership. So congratulations there. Um, If, if since, since you are so entrepreneurial and, and, you know, part of our market is, is those, those small business, small to medium-sized business owners that are looking to grow themselves and their teams. um, What would some advice you would be to maybe somebody who's just starting out in business? What, what's something that they should be doing? Maybe what's, you know. I'm I'm, like words coming to mind and folks just, you know, we don't script our podcast and I didn't give Curtis any heads up into what kind of questions I'm going to ask him today. So (laughs) I am catching him (laughs) off guard with some of these um, because as our conversation goes, I'm thinking, Oh, I should ask him this, but you know, and one of the words that come to mind and Chris and I have talked about this many times is that if we do want to change those behaviors and actions, we need to really be persistent, right? Persistence I think is one of our keys to, to achieving those results. And those that's level of success that we want in our life but you know what would you tell a, a, a new entrepreneur or a business owner that's maybe struggling even right now to grow their business what's something that you could suggest to them to help them continue to raise their bars and grow
1: yeah yeah i like i like the persistence that's really good um that is often needed in the small business world as we're slugging through things is, is to have that persistence and I think um, something I would add to that would be awareness, right? Knowing, um, like, you, you you don't know what you don't know, kind of thing, right? So being able to have some awareness or, you know, seek seek help, right? In in try, maybe somebody else needs to see it for you, or maybe they know what yeah. it is, right? Asking for help, but I think often in business when you're in a small business, generally, it's it's something that you are passionate about. I know for myself, that's how I got into it. And so, you know, you're passionate about the product or the service or whatever it is, right? As a as a user of it, and you want to turn it into a business. And so, you can get uh, you can get a little bit complacent, or you can get a little bit uh, tunnel vision, and and so yeah, exactly. To, you can get the
0: blinders on when you're when yeah. you're working within your four walls on a daily basis.
1: Yeah, exactly. So I think just starting out, finding a way to gain awareness, whether that's stepping back and, and taking a look at, at things a different way. I know one of the things, one of the stories I tell is uh, in our very first location, we had a, a retail portion to it. I would always come in the back door, right, through the staff entrance. And one day I was like, hey, I should probably walk out front and turn around and come in. And I walked in and I'm like, this looks terrible. Uh, Just walking into this like this looks awful right so just yeah finding ways to 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 gain different awareness around your product your service your leadership your you know marketing any of that stuff um to think hey maybe there is a different way maybe there's something I don't quite see that I need to look at
0: right and I, I liked what you said there about passion right because I think a lot of business owners have this have this general excitement I'm getting into this, I'm excited, I'm passionate about it I'm thrilled and then all of a sudden you know things aren't necessarily going the way you know they oh if it's a retail store they unlock their door for the first time they open their doors and guess what nobody's walking through it right or yeah, yeah. <laughs> (laughs) Or you start, yeah, yeah, I got a great product idea and I spend all this money and this effort in designing this product and then nobody's buying it. And and it can be a little bit discouraging and frustrating and you can lose that passion pretty quick if you're not careful. Um, But again, I think it again, keeping in mind, and you said this at the beginning, what is that result? What is that level of success? I desire that's sort of giving you that that's the, and again, we don't Chris and I always say that six. Reaching a level of success is not the finish point. It's just that's that's the finish point for that round, and then we set exactly. the new goals and targets and move forward. And yeah. I think keeping that passion ignited when things go tough is challenging. Mm-hmm. It can be challenging.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah. Being able to know yeah where you want to get at any given time, and then reverse engineering that. And yeah. Yeah. I found that's that's helped me keep the passion alive, anyways.
0: Good, good. Excellent. Great. Yeah. Reverse engineering.
1: Another great word for tonight. All
0: right. So we're (laughs) coming up on sixteen minutes. So we'll we'll wrap up in just a minute. But I want to ask you one more question, because, again, you are in that personal training uh, space and you do work a lot with clients. What are maybe some of the most common struggles that you see? And maybe what's, you know, in because, again, it can relate to all areas of life you know, the fit, what's one of the most common struggles you see, or the, one of the most common things you hear from clients about why they aren't going after that, what they want in their, in their body weight or their physical shape or whatever it may be. And what are some, what's some of the advice that you give them in order to, uh, you know, not convince them, but show them that this is a wise decision on their part to move
1: forward. Yeah, absolutely. There's, I think two things that that I uh, that I like to use, and one of them is, um, I, I think it kind of centers around awareness, like I was talking about earlier. We use the five whys. So when we ask you why you want to accomplish something, um, and maybe this can even help you know, in, in business too. Uh, mm-hmm. I've never used it that way, actually, but this is this is happening live right now. I'm just thinking this might actually help too. Yeah, um, ask these five whys of what that success or that result is that you want. And when somebody says, hey, I want to lose 20 pounds, well, why? Well, I want to look better well why do you want to look better and, and you kind of go down this path and you end up getting to a really deep-seated reason as to why they want that result or that success and so that kind of centers around awareness and you have now a greater awareness of the of the real and the, and the deep reason as to why somebody wants that which can That's really good draw passion out of them it can draw um, uh, you know work ethic and consistency out of them it, when we when we talk about the gym and, and things like that the other thing the second thing um, is uh, in the gym or in nutrition or anything like that, any of that stuff that we work with, um, a big struggle we see is consistency, right? And so we can have a 100% perfect plan, right? So that perfect plan, it's got everything detailed. There's no better plan in the world, but if you can only follow it 20% of the time, you're going to get into this struggle, this mindset struggle of feeling like a failure, which is going to cascade into falling off the the wagon, so to speak, for a week or a weekend or whatever. So the way we always say it is rather than trying to have this 100% perfect plan that you can only follow 20% of the time, which is the reality of it right. uh, for a lot of people, um, is, is to rather, can we find a plan that's 70% perfect, but you can follow it 100% of the time? That's good.
0: And that puts you that
1: in a position of winning. You consistently are winning at whatever it is, whatever that plan is that's in front of you, because yeah. it's 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 you're going to have a piece of chocolate cake and that's okay. You're going to not work out on a, on a, on a weekend and that's okay. Right. But you're yeah. following it hundred percent of the time. And so you, now you're consistently seeing that result and that success come to you.
0: That's really good. And I can see a lot of ways at both of those scenarios, going that five deep with the why. when, you know, why did you start this business? you know, why did you feel that way? Why did you think this way? Why? And also that, that mapping out that plan. I love that. I, I, again, one more, one more question and we'll wrap up. So it just popped in my mind. So the step one in our bars method for both the personal growth solutions and the profit acceleration for the small business people that we work with it. Step one is take responsibility. Um, because at the same, it's a, it's easy for us as a culture to say, it's not my fault. right? Right. Somebody else did that. It's, it's not, it wasn't, it wasn't my choice, right? But our first thing is taking responsibility. How important is taking responsibility, um, for you in your business?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, that's actually, uh, uh, something that's come out of, I would say a lot of the personal growth that I've done over the years is to take responsibility. And I kind of have this, uh, I heard a speaker once where he was kind of giving this this speech on, on taking responsibility of stuff. And he kind of he went to the one extreme where he said, hey, if I get rear ended in traffic, which typically you would say is not your fault, right? You're parked at a red light. Uh, he says, I take responsibility that I didn't leave the house two minutes earlier. And I wouldn't have been in that spot for that car, for that driver to to uh, run into the back of uh, my vehicle. And I was like, oh. wow, okay, yeah, that's <laughs> that's right. a whole different level of taking responsibility. Yeah. Um, but that's that has stuck with me since I think that was in uh, 2018 or so um, that, that has really great. stuck with me um, and, and and even through you know the the different uh, COVID restrictions and things like that where it's like as much as you want to run around and blame and this and that right no I got to take responsibility here mm-hmm. um, it's not it's not a pleasant situation but what can I do right what can I do there is there is still an element of, of responsibility that's going to help in in how you move forward or don't. That's amazing. That's so good.
0: So good. All right, folks. We're at 21 minutes. We're going to wrap this up. Curtis Fox again. Thank you very much. And if you are in Southern Manitoba and happen to be listening to this, Rise Athletics and Wellness is Curtis's uh, fitness facility. You should definitely go check it out. Um, and Curtis, once again, uh, sincerely thank you for being here. I appreciate you. I appreciate your friendship. I appreciate your wisdom. And um, we'll have to grab lunch again soon.
1: Absolutely. Thanks for having me.
0: Take care, my friend.
1: All right.